Chris Parsons here from the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset. And it's early right now, not even 7 a.m. yet. I woke up, was getting ready, and I had a message that had come through last night from someone, a guy saying that his wife had cheated on him and he wanted to know if I would forgive her if I was him. And so I thought, you know, forgiving your spouse after infidelity, an affair, cheating, um, that's a good topic. It's worth talking about exploring um, and making a video and podcast about. And so the first part that I want to clarify is that there's a difference between forgiveness and choosing to stay together. I absolutely would and do forgive my wife for anything and everything that I feel hurt by. No matter what she has ever done or will ever do, I forgive her because forgiveness is for me, not for her. I have everything to gain and nothing to lose by forgiving her, right? Me holding that anything, an affair, anything against her does absolutely nothing for me. It poisons my soul, right? What's that saying? You know, withholding forgiveness is like taking poison, thinking that it's going to hurt your enemy. I forgive anyone and everyone for anything that they've ever done or will ever do to me or that affects me in a negative way because forgiveness is for me. Now, so would I forgive my wife if she had an affair? Yes. Would I choose to stay with her if she had an affair? Circumstances really matter, okay? The specifics and how much I could understand why she had an affair make a huge difference because ultimately the question um, is whether I am believe that this is going to happen again, right? I can, I, I've already forgiven because I'm, go, I'm gonna forgive no matter what, but um, I can leave an affair in the past if I feel confident that it won't happen again in the future. It's when, because that's, that's what it, that's what, all that matters. I can't do anything about the past. What she did, what the situation was, all of that's in the past. And so if I can understand why it happened and, and what's going to be different so that it will not ever happen again, then yes, I would not only forgive, but also choose to move forward together. So let me explain what I mean by the circumstances. And there's a difference between sleeping with one person um, one time when I left the country for a year and barely talked to her and she was alone um, and now I'm back in the country and not going to be leaving again, right? That, that is an, a very 
understandable situation of someone who was lonely and looking for companionship and you know uh it's an extreme example <clears throat> but it's it shows that there are times where it's understandable if you never have sex with your spouse and then they have an affair to have sex with someone else that's understandable if you do or if you if your spouse feels emotionally abandoned and like you don't care about them or value them and then they're at work somebody starts showing them some attention making them feel special like they're you know have something uh worthy of paying attention to and 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 an emotional affair happens between them that's very understandable the other aspect to those situations being understandable is you can do something about that so that you don't have to worry about it happening again in the future. And you say, okay, you know what? I recognize that if I was emotionally available and supportive and showed you that I love you and care about you, then you wouldn't have an affair, had an affair. And the fact that I am now changing to do those things means I can be confident that you will not have another affair. That is not that difficult to move forward from. That's different from uh, if my wife slept with an entire football team every day for a decade. You know, there's th that gets a little more difficult to be understanding of. Um, and so you really have to look at what are the circumstances? Can I understand why they've done what they've done? The birds are going crazy because it's so early in the morning. Can I understand why they have done what they've done? Does it make sense to me? And if it doesn't, you probably just haven't had the skill of shared values conversations, because if, if you use a shared values conversation to ask good questions and really get to the heart of it, your spouse is going to be able to tell you what they were feeling and why they've resorted to this. Um, and the truth is, the hard truth, is that sometimes you marry someone that does not value monogamy and they never intended to be faithful in their marriage. The whole time, they always expected to cheat. They always expected to uh, sleep with other people. You know, I don't know any professional athletes, but um, I would, uh, you know, you hear stories. That's, that's what I'll say. Um, and, you know, there's other people that uh, they're, they go into marriage for, you know, to the whatever benefits they perceive to having a spouse, but not for the monogamy. Um, but in my experience, that is very rare. I've had clients who have cheated. Um, and in every one of their cases, I thought the situation was understandable. 
okay, you know, your spouse had emotional walls up where they wouldn't connect with you emotionally for years. And then this situation happened. Somebody started paying attention to you. Okay, your spouse, you know, didn't refuse uh, any sexual intimacy. You, you have needs. Those things are very understandable. Um, it doesn't make them acceptable. It makes them understandable. And so, you know, let's say you were out gone for a year out of the country. You only talk to your spouse maybe once a week. And you didn't cheat the whole time, but your spouse did. And you say, it's not acceptable because I didn't cheat and they did. I'm not saying that it's acceptable. I'm saying that it's understandable and that when you understand it and you can see why it happened and you have the ability to change that so that you don't have to worry about it happening again, then in that situation, I would choose to move forward together, right? Assuming, there's, there's, I should clarify, there is an assumption here. The assumption is that I love my wife and that I want to be with my wife and that the, you know, not to say that the only problem in our relationship is this affair, but uh, because there was, there was a problem or problems in the relationship that led to the affair, most likely. Um, but, you know, assuming that this is still someone who I care deeply about and enjoy being with, um, then even though I don't find their action or what she did acceptable, I understand it. And because I feel confident that it won't happen again, I would choose to move forward together. You have to make that choice for yourself. But before you can make that choice, you have to forgive. And forgiveness, again, is for you. Because until you forgive, you're, you're poisoning your own heart. You're unable to make a rational decision without forgiving them. And it's a choice. It's a choice to forgive. And so if you're struggling with that and you don't know how to forgive... First off, try to understand, right? Try to put yourself in their shoes and use empathy and think about, well, how, you know, how did they feel? What did they try? How were they approaching this? Um, and as you, you know, there's a quote, I don't remember who it's by, but it says, forgiveness is understanding. And if you want your spouse's forgiveness in anything, whether you had an affair or whatever, the key is to help them understand why it happened. Not excuses, rationalizations, justifications, right? Not defending yourself. That's what people try to do, which is not very effective. But understanding, which is genuine, which is not... I'm trying to manipulate you to giving me what I want, but I genuinely want to share so that this doesn't happen again. Uh, and that intention makes all the difference. And so um, if you're struggling to forgive your spouse for something, start by just trying to understand why they have done what they've done. 
without blame, okay? If you're trying to understand it through blame, then the way that you'll understand it is, well, they cheated because they're a terrible person, you know, their parents screwed them up with this. You know, you'll come up with, that. that's not understanding. I'm talking about put yourself in their shoes, think about how they felt, what they tried to do instead, and why they resorted to this. And then, once you understand them, recognize that forgiveness is a choice that you make for yourself. You know, if somebody did something terrible, if, if somebody hurt, uh, you know, one of my kids, um, I'm talking about, a, a you know, somebody intentionally harming one of my kids, would I forgive them? Yes. Without a question, no doubt, I would forgive them. That said, if I wasn't confident that the police and the courts would remove that threat from my other kids or from other people's kids, I would lovingly forgive them and kill them because I am ending a threat to children's lives. Does that make sense? There's a difference between forgiving someone for something and allowing that thing. I would forgive someone for doing something to one of my kids, but if they are a threat to other kids, I would make sure that they were no longer a threat. You know, hopefully the police and everybody could take care of that. But otherwise, I would want to make sure it was taken care of whatever way necessary. But not with any malice of, uh, of, of trying to, you know, um, make things right. But with an eye to the future to say, I don't want any other kids to be hurt. And that's what it's about. It's about looking forwards instead of looking backwards. And that was a weird tangent we got on. But I think, hopefully... It makes it more clear about forgiveness and moving forward. All right, my friends, have a good one.